Did you ever notice in that song Halloween by the Misfits that the lyrics are bonfires burning bright? And then the next line is pumpkin faces in the night. He calls Jack Lanterns pumpkin faces. <laughs> he doesn't know any better. He was he's a product of his, of his upbringing. Lordy, New Jersey. Yeah, what are you? What are you gonna go pull out of? Oh, 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 oh. Go get a pumpkin face. <laughs> when you put a face on a pumpkin. That might be the best dancing impersonation I've ever heard. Hey, uh, uh, <laughs> the song's about the song's about a skeleton that rides on a bat. He's <laughs> got on leather boots. The the skeleton or the bat has on leather boots. Both. <laughs> Everything he does, he's fighting through the the cotton balls in his head to get it out. <laughs> Everything has to be pushed through the cotton balls. Uh, 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 what if uh, what if uh, what if a wolf got bit by a vampire? <laughs> that's, that's his thought of the day. That's that's. <laughs> I'll be racing on a dry erase board every morning. <laughs> he has to run to it so he doesn't forget uh, him before he gets to the dry erase board. What if a witch got bit by a vampire? <laughs> but both of the witches were girls. Yeah, Danzig, that's a real good idea. It's just, there needs to be a guy. This one's called Vampire Witch Tit. Does Danzig have, a, have an entourage of like New York City, like or turn of the 20th century New York City? It's like street one, Yeah, Danzig. It's one kid who was out playing stickball one day, and yeah. Danzig drove by in his custom hearse and picked him up. Oh, I'm sure he drives a custom hearse. It's colder than a vampire witch's tits out here. <laughs> you tell him, Danzig. Welcome to INS, the International News Service. Your source for the most important weird news from across the globe. With news analyst Kevin Harrison. Actor, comedian, and musician Mike Weeby, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. I installed a I installed a coal uh, ball, you know, a, a pillar to just just shoot up coal from the middle of my house. <laughs> a smokestack, just you a smokestack. Is it a useless smokestack? Does it only produce smoke? <laughs> it just produces black smoke. Smoke. <laughs> and these motherfuckers from the city and and EPA are coming mm. in and telling yeah. me that it's a health hazard. I mean, what the fuck? You're fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I like that you're a, a Saturday morning cartoon villain. <laughs> I just burn coal. I like this. I like the look of it. I like the smell of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, who that? You know what? Who are they going to run to when a new pope uh, gets declared? Yours truly. <laughs> to be pope or to like make the white smoke come up so that's that they the know worst, the new the pope's worst, been chosen. That's the worst explanation. The way the pope. <laughs> You're in That's, charge of Pope notice. I'm, 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 the, I'm the town crier for popes, and I'm not even Catholic. We got a pope. We got a pope. 
That's you get good. to pick out the name. Do they do the popes get named? Yeah, you get a new like that's why there's like Yeah. They're all like the fifteenth and stuff. Right. Really? They're not named. They're not named Innocent the Third. I guess because I don't spend that much time thinking about heathen <laughs> religions. Um, <laughs> I never that's considered right. that uh yeah, that John Paul is a pretty fucking common name. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He's just a, a big Beatles fan. Just half of them. I created this smokestack. You know, I don't want the current Pope to die, but I'm excited for him to die because then I'll get my chance to really show off my stack. You know, what this what this puppy can do. Will you, will you accompany the smokestack with air horns or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, I always that the smokestack's new, but I've had the air horns installed around the house all the time. <laughs> Do you just use them for, you know, Pope announcements or for... No, I, I use the air horns for uh, whenever uh get uh, a power pellet in Pac-Man and the ghosts turn blue. <laughs> There's still still a lot of Pac-Man competitions out there. Yeah, there probably are now. I think we're in the golden age of competition. That's because this everybody, this country, is just... Uh, it's all a competition, isn't it? Mm. With your soccer and your football and your yes. baseball and your basketball and your mm-hmm. rugby and your polo and your uh, skateboarding and your yeah. javelin throw and your <laughs> discus throw and your uh, kickboxing and your That's MMA one. and your surfing and yes. your Dig Dug. Oh, absolutely Dig Dug, yes. You do Cap- not want to get in a Dig Dug competition with the wrong person. Capoeira. That's a blood <laughs> What? Huh? Capoeira? Cap- Capoeira. Capoeira the- is the Brazilian form of dance fighting. Mm. It's known oh, as wow. the fedora of martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> I want to learn a martial art, but I don't want it to have any value at all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's- that's good. I want to learn a martial art that makes my fluffy hair look fun. <laughs> I want to learn a martial art and become more of a target to bullies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to only be able to fight if there is salsa music playing. <laughs> Do we have any news stories? What are we? Is that what we're doing? Kevin? Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison along with uh, Brian Camp. I'm Mike, the creator of Lavender Face, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the ladies' version, Weeby. And over down, uh, who is deigned to make an appearance? Oh, there's, yeah, there's, an, who is this person? Oh, a, a, who's this person who's a, here? I don't, rec- I don't recognize a, this person. A, 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 a little carriage uh, carried by, with sticks on the side, carried by belabored men just walked into the room and uh they've been walking for miles and they they went down on their knees and a and a little door opened and then a little uh a puff of a bunch of roses came out and then a little red carpet came out and there was a little like uh, a soundless feet because they were so <laughs> daintified just and then and then the sound of giant pillows that are topped with silk, sat upon. Oh, who's that? That's Mark Ryan, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, everyone. That was that was worthy of uh, royalty. That was definitely very happy to be here. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Oh, oh, that, uh, oh. Do you need to go? Or are you going to hang out with us? I'm hanging. 
are we sure that a quote-unquote transformer isn't going to blow and cause him to not be a part of the show? <laughs> so immediately after that happened, Dana said, you know they're going to say you're lying, right? <laughs> well, we're sitting there in the dark, and they're just they're making fun of <laughs> I don't think it happened immediately, but... I've got the recording. I'm going to check. As um, some fan fiction about a transformer getting blown. That I read recently. <laughs> it was Optimus Prime. Who who is blowing him? Megatron. No, they're enemies. They would never. That's right. They would never. That's literal hatred. That's not sexual tension. Our first story comes to us from Seven News in Australia. I love Australia. I can't wait to hear what this is about and how they managed to get that crock under control. In late June, a 25-year-old chef. In Zakho, a region in the Kurdistan Autonomous region of Iraq, was making chicken soup. Wait, did you say very... this was Australia? Yeah, it was an Australian news source, but, you know, they report from all over the globe. This is fishy. Yeah, Australia yeah. is uh, way in the middle of nowhere, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's in the middle of the Pacific and Indian Oceans, I believe. Maybe it was a reporter that was doing a walkabout. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and he ended up in... Iraq or wherever. In the middle of the bush and got lost. Yeah. 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 He got misled by a wallaby. Mm hmm. Ended up in Iraq. Uh, a 25 year old chef in Zako, a uh, region in the Kurdistan Autonomous region of, of Iraq. Is Zako the guy that used to do the batteries? In one of these. In one <laughs> of these. Ja- Jacko. Oh, uh, Jacko. Okay. Yeah, he Jacko. was Max Headroom's friend, right? Best friends. Yeah. And they were best friends. Mm hmm. In one of these. In one of these. I don't think that that is going to fly. I mean, maybe people will like hearing me say that. In one of these. But I don't know that the the percentage of people that would know that reference is fucking tiny. Yeah. It's basically the four of us. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, you know, Mark's no, wait, favorite Mark's thing looking, is. Mark doesn't know what we're talking about. It's just right. the three of us. Mark, you know Mark likes about, Mark? it the most. Yeah, you remember this, Mark? Do you want to? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's a, a, the advertising the Energizer. Yeah, he was. A, he was, was his, no, like, he surprised you. The Energizer. The Energizer. He was this blonde rugby hooligan from Australia that just got real famous selling <laughs> Energizer batteries. And one of these. And one of these. <laughs> you know he hates that fucking rabbit. He lost a lot of money. Oh yeah. God! Yeah, well, the rabbit. You don't got to pay. You got to pay Jacko. Yeah, Jacko or Jocko? Jacko. Jocko. Jocko. Mark, make sure and I know how much this is yet another example of remember when, which is your favorite thing. <laughs> Do you think Andy Rooney ever made a comment about Jacko? I think Andy <laughs> Rooney could have used some energizers. Who are these Australians coming over here trying to sell us energy? <laughs> We have our own energy in this country. Ben Franklin put a key on a on a kite and captured energy before anyone even discovered Australia. Ben Franklin invented energy. I was there. It was a good time. We went and got whores afterwards. Jacko, no thank you. <laughs> I hope Jacko's doing all right. He's, he's dead. No, he's dead. Yeah, he's, he's totally dead. dead. Damn. Got punched by a kangaroo. Mm-hmm. So any, anyway, this 25-year-old chef... The bar bet. He wasn't ready for it. It killed him. 
Oh, man. You got to be careful around kangaroos. They're deadly. Mm-hmm. You got to mm-hmm. be careful of bar bats in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You be careful in Australia. Everything will kill you. Mm-hmm. Especially kangaroos with those boxing gloves yeah. on. Especially rugby players that shove Energizer batteries in your <laughs> fucking throat. In one of these? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, to the listener, please look up Jock Jacko, or I think it's J O C K O Energizer, mm-hmm. because this, I mean, there is a payoff. I mean, granted, like you're not getting, you're not getting the benefit of growing up with like one of the most ludicrous times in advertising <laughs> of all time when people were just making companies were just taking wild swings at, 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 at a character that would really capture the imagination. And like, it was inexplicable. Like there was no reason for that. Cause it was like, it wasn't like the year after Mad Max came out. Like it was right. well after that. And just, you know, was it crocodile Dundee related? Yeah. It was around crocodile Dundee era. I would say, I guess there was a guy, there was a little bit of like, excitement about australia for a little bit in in the states so anyway this this 25 year old chef was making chicken soup in a very large vat for a wedding Mm. party Mm. that's when something horrible happened the man appeared to slip and fell into the large vat of chicken soup the man who received third degree burns to 70 percent of his body was rushed to the hospital in nearby in the nearby city of dohuk for treatment but unfortunately, he died a few years later. I mean, I'm sorry, a few days later. Oh. Uh, according to local media, the man had been a cook since he was a teenager. Wow. Who has... Why, why are you going to need that much soup? That is, maybe that's is. the real question. How does one... Think how big this vat must have been that he couldn't yeah. stick his arms out and stop himself from tumbling inside of yeah. it. Yeah. It's like a... Like a Batman villain size. It was like, like I looked. I looked up kind of what you would use for this, and yeah, they were at least at least like sixty gallons. Like they were really wide. You know, I feel like we're supposed to. You know, there's that thing that people talk about the lady that was in the McDonald's drive-through and the coffee fell out and burned her. And she sued McDonald's and everybody's like, oh, she doesn't, you know, like this is we're a sue happy culture. The thing is like McDonald's like used to keep their coffee way too fucking hot, like crazy hot. Yeah, like It was like 10. I think it was 10 degrees below boiling. But but like it fucked her up real, real bad. And like her whole thing was like, I, you know, I want to get, you know, all the because she like it was like hospital, like crazy hospital bills. But but for years, that's kind of this weird, like, conservative-y kind of, like, this country where they just sue you for anything. And, uh, you know, oh, so big business has it so hard because everyone wants to sue them. Maybe we stop making our chicken soups too big. You go and you order a chicken soup from a place, and guess what? It's the size of a fucking tanker. Mm-hmm. Now, these days, it's a super-duper big gulp. And instead of a straw, they won't give you a straw because no one wants straws because we're so afraid of hurting a turtle. Well, guess what? How about you rip the top off a turtle and put the chicken soup in its turtle shell and the turtle can go (laughs) fuck itself? (laughs) Do you think Mickey Rooney ever had an issue with chicken soup? 
I used to make chicken soup, but I wouldn't share it with Judy Garland <laughs> because, <laughs> because she needed to lose weight for the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and I would remind her of that every day. That's right. Just keep smoking cigarettes, Judy. Keep smoking cigarettes and doing speed. <laughs> Lay off the soup, Tubby. He sounds like a very pleasant man to be around. He, I don't think he, I think he's somebody that thinks that the, that thought that the studio fucked her over. Cause that's, that was actually like the attitude of the studio. Yeah. Um, Is he dead? Oh, he died a while ago. Yeah. But Andy Rooney's still alive. No, they're both dead. No, they're both dead. They died on the same day in a, in an head on auto accident with each other. Was Haley's comet. In the sky when it happened? Yes, it was crossing. It, it made a Man, special I appearance. I completely missed Haley's Comet. I did not even check it out. I was too busy fucking. <laughs> that was like 1986. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> okay. Jocko was, I think, famous. Jocko was me fucking ripping it up in Hollywood with Grace Jones and Jocko. Uh, Andy Rooney died in 2011, and Mickey Rooney died in 2014. You know what I hate about dying? <laughs> you don't get to be alive anymore. And eat soup! Uh, so our next story oh. comes to us from the BBC. Oh, Bad, Bad Boys, Boys Club. Club. Bad now, Boys as Club. you know... The Beatles have had their name on everything from lunchboxes to toys to movies to games, but in 2019... You're, you are assuming that I know things, and you're assuming that our listeners know things that they may not know. Well, you, British rock group, the Beatles. I'll, I'll, I'll pause here. I'll pause here for you to do some research. British rock group... Uh, I can think I can camp this. Uh, okay. British rock group lead singer fucked a fish once. Okay. And he sat in bed for seven. He, he was famous for him and his wife sat in bed for three years, <laughs> and um, and then they were in that cartoon Yellow Submarines. Okay, that yeah, that catches everybody up. So in 2019, the Beatles drummer Ringo Starr, but nah, 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 oh. that was Pete Best. Well, this is the that their, their new drummer. Ringo Starr. I did, I, I, I'm into their old stuff, so yeah, I didn't really I, follow. I understand. It's all right. Uh, despite the Beatles having their names and everything, in 2019, Beatles drummer Ringo Starr sued to keep his name off something, a sex toy. It seems that two companies called Pacific Holdings and Momentum Management created a sexual aid for men called, I'm going to spell it out here, R-I-N-G space O. These Ringos are, according to the listing on Amazon, quote, simple and effective pleasure rings designed for erect-ion-enhancement and more satisfying sex, unquote. Now, to look at the item on Amazon, it, it appears to be uh, like a rubber cock ring that restricts the flow of blood once it's entered the penis. The company filed a trademark for their Ringo product, but... Ringo filed an opposition stating, Consumers will likely believe that Ringo's newest venture is sex toys, and this is an occasion that Ringo does not want. I'm sorry, this is an association that Ringo does not want, adding that any connection would tarnish Ringo's, quote, name, likeness, and brand, unquote. 
However, is Ringo Starr dead? No, he's the, he was knighted a couple is, is years ago. Is this his estate? Well, posthumously, right? He's been no, dead he's for a long time. Is he still alive? Yeah, can, he's I, still alive. can I quickly solve this case real quick? Okay, oh, okay here we go. Uh, I can think of uh, the perfect uh, replace Ringo. He don't want to do it. I come to the company. I got the perfect rebranding. The awesome celebrity. It's called the Jocko. <laughs> and you have him going and sticking his dick and stuff going, in one of these? In one of these? In one of these? And, you, and this, the whole thing is him going around and, you know, sticking his, his uncircumcised Australian cock and stuff. It'll surprise and you. He'll, he'll, it'll surprise you. <laughs> Give it a good thumping to get it started. However, Ringo dropped his trademark opposition in June. So mm-hmm. long as the trademark is only used for adult sex aids and desensitizing sprays, and it must have a space between the ring and the O. The companies also pledged not to, quote, degrade, tarnish, deprecate, or disparage Ringo's name or image, and they wouldn't make any reference or innuendo associating the product with Ringo or give the impression that he's associated with it. Ironically, the name Ringo is also registered as a trademark for many other companies, ranging from mop ringers to biscuits to a hormonal contraceptive vaginal ring. Did you say biscuits? Biscuits. Yeah, they call everything in the UK biscuits. Real, real quick, Mike, have you heard of Rango? What is Rango? He's a lizard. Okay. He could lick his own eyeball. Oh. That's the one thing about lizards that I've always thought was jealous, because I would lick the shit out of my eyeball. Your eyes get itchy? You got dry eyes? Oh, all the time. I went to an allergy doctor today. Today? Today, yeah. Oh. What are you going to? I have to go back, and they're going to stick me with the little things all over to see what oh, I'm allergic no. to. Oh, no. That's going to hurt, man. Not me. I don't... Not me. I'm, I'm, I'm immune to pain. Make sure until not to use tomato, you could die. <laughs> very funny it could kill you it's a, it's a real thing it's very funny i did i have an ailment an interesting ailment well i mean yeah it gives it to you. a lot of personality in your tomato allergy do you think it's interesting that, you gotta got yeah. it's more i mean i don't know it's it's interesting maybe is there any chance that you brushed up against the tomato in the grocery store or maybe looked at a tomato for too long and that's what's causing your eyes to dry out a little bit it could be. I don't know. We'll know find out when I get the a, test done. It's a very serious allergy. It's an allergy. I don't know if it's serious or not, but... Oh, no. It's very serious, and it's very unique. It's unique. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have any allergies? No. No. Not that I know of. No. Okay. Yeah. That's not... I guess we can just stop. I guess we can just stop talking about it then, because yeah. there's, no, there's nothing of interest to say. I mean, I, I got... I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with my personality, so I haven't really developed any allergies, but I can get... <laughs> I can totally see that, like, if you were, if there's something missing that, yeah, you could get an allergy to something like a tomato. I'm, I, I have, I have my personality, I'm comfortable with it too. And I'm also comfortable with talking about the interesting fact that I have an allergic to tomatoes, just a facet of like yeah. a, a, a facet yeah. about yeah. it. It probably comes up a lot when you talk to people. I mean, if I'm going to like a pizza party or something, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's well. I mean, yeah. If I'm going to a pizza party, or if it's a situation where we are, uh, you know, 
throwing things at puppets making fun of the king. <laughs> it's going to come up. Or if, or if, yes, if I'm on, if I'm on set with Fozzie Bear, right, <laughs> right, shooting him up at film. Well, I think it, I get, I think it gives the other people's lives something out of their own mundane kind of right trudging <laughs> through normal right. normalcy, something to reflect on, something right. to think about, something to you, you know. know People like being sidled with shitty pizza so you can claim to have an allergy. That's fun for everybody. (laughs) I I, I will say that people tend to like to try something new sometime. They're afraid of it. They're afraid of it at first. Right, right. Because tomato sauce. They're quaking in fear. And then they take one. and And then a lot of times they take one bite and they suddenly ignore all the regular ones get piled up. And then the one new thing. That was there for a specific person for a specific re- that that all gets eaten up because everybody wants right. to try the new thing, right? Because no one's ever had fucking garlic bread before. That's <laughs> no one's ever had it with uh, uh, pepperonis. <laughs> pepperonis. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but pepperonis. The <laughs> That's how you pronounce it in Italy, right? Is that I want? Make, I want that to be Lavender Faces alias. I've been. I've been to. I've been to. It, I've been to Italy, and that's how you pronounce it. How, there. how do you order a pizza with no mm-hmm. sauce in Italy, Mike? Make Let me have terrible. a pizza pie with an extra pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> sauce? Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's real easy. You just go, uh, uh, the salsa. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> easy. Uh, well, now that we're on the subject of tomatoes, mm. uh, this next story you may find relevant. Tomato, it's take a to get there. Is, tomato is a, uh, a term Thanks. for an attractive lady, right? She's a real tomato. How, how yeah. would you say that, Mike? In Italian, I mean. Lavender face. She got the tomatoes. <laughs> right. I don't think it is a reference to the... <laughs> the, with the Right. I, I, think that, I think what Brian is trying to say is, Hey, she's a spicy tomato. Uh, she's a spicy No, just ball. like a, she's... I don't... No, I just think it, she's a tomato. I think it's, it is a... Nothing extra, nothing added to it. Just tomato is a term for an attractive woman. I think I would not I, refer to. I a don't woman think. As, yeah, I don't think I've ever heard that before. Yeah. What kind well, of tomato? You know, like, you know, there's so many. Is she is she a beefsteak? Is she a, an heirloom? Maybe maybe some kind of grape tomato. You know, I just occasionally I try to have a conversation about something. And I want to talk about what Roma, you know, things that maybe we don't we don't all know about. Maybe you know, I realize that Mark's hey, tired of a us. Fried green tomato. Referencing things that we've been talking about for the last thirty <laughs> fucking years of our life, as though there's nothing else new in the world. And I try to enrich it a little, just a little bit, by saying, "Hey guys, I think maybe tomato is a term that's used to d- describe an attractive woman." And I get it thrown in my fucking face. And this mark is why we're going to talk about Andy Rooney again. Why it's going to come up again and again and again. Because that's all we have. That's all we have. 
We have we have insulted country after country, <laughs> and we're running out of things to do. And all we have left is somehow asking, what would Andy Rooney say about this thing? <laughs> Does Andy Rooney have an opinion about this? And and it's it's. I don't it's, think <laughs> women are like vegetables at all. There we go. Because I like vegetables. <laughs> And, you know, Kevin will, will look up a hundred things a night, but we've been talking about tomato now for five minutes and he won't Google tomato. It's a nightshade. Why did I, yeah, why did it I is, need it? it, it I know everything no, there is to know are, about stewed tomatoes, tomato sauce, tomato paste. Uh, just like, search tomato as a term of it. Never mind. Can we, <laughs> next story, new, new story. I'm, I'm angry about this. Man. This is a. Hey, how come potatoes got real big coming over from South America? You would call a a sexy woman a potato for sure. Right, Mike? No. No. (laughs) No, I don't think so. In fact, I think potatoes kind of uh, unattractive. Hey, look at that French fry over there. You know what I'm talking about. I'm really confused. Uh, I'm, I'm baffled. I feel like you're you're giving the example that Andy Rooney would give to explain why he wouldn't say it. Yeah, or the reason why Mickey Rooney wouldn't have sex with Ju- Judy Garland. Smoking <laughs> <laughs> all them cigarettes. She looked like a potato when you got her dress off. <laughs> That's the creepiest thing I think um, I've ever heard. Mickey Rooney is. Only way I got through it was thinking about Ava Gardner. <laughs> so what is the deal with him and Ava Gardner? Ava Gardner's dead, right? Yeah. Well, they, they got okay. married. And then I think she went on to marry Frank Sinatra at some point. She broke his heart. Tomato slang. A desirable looking woman. Look at the legs on that hot tomato. <laughs> wow. You know what, Mark? You were the best human being I've met in my entire life. <laughs> Brian's. I honor your existence. He's holding a a trophy. I didn't even know. Why did you take a trophy with you? Uh, Well, I I mean, I guess, you know, does it also at the end of the definition say uh, obsolete reference? (laughs) It also says slang, a stupid act or person. Oh, so I guess you guys are kind of tomatoes too then. Well, you're a cantaloupe. (laughs) <laughs> y'all's a bunch of water chestnuts what is a water chestnut exactly oh they're gross they're like these weird uh no, i mean i've eaten them i don't like them mike i heard that mike's allergic to them i'm not no. allergic to them i just don't like them i'm only allergic mm-hmm. to tomatoes <laughs> i get a i get an asthma attack Oh, oh no! My throat's closing up. I must have touched a tomato. That's what I. I mean, yes, that is something okay. I would say. Does everyone? Does everyone notice that I'm in distress right now? Oh no! I'll be okay. Uh, Just give I, me a second. The tomato's closing my throat. Okay, now you're doing your Woody Allen accent again. <laughs> I would. Uh, my, my throat is it's closing. It's closing up. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I won't be able to make love to you. <laughs> it is every Woody Allen bit ever. Yeah. Summed up. Uh, so our next story comes to us from Newsweek. When you mention internet conspiracies, 
People think of things like the moon landing, flat earthers, or Pizzagate. All things that people don't really believe in. Well, right. Yeah. But one long-standing conspiracy theory never seems to die until now. No. The conspiracy is that hot dogs come in packs of 10, while buns come in packs of 8. This disconnect between hot dogs and buns means that consumers would have to buy 40 of each, or they'll always have two leftover hot dogs from each package that they're forced to eat on sandwich bread like savages. Just mix it up with mashed potatoes. Yeah, just cut them up and put them on a pizza. Both terrible ideas. (laughs) Have you eaten a sauceless pizza with cut up hot dogs on it? (laughs) I don't I, I don't I don't cut it up. I just put it right in the middle. <laughs> just one one in the middle of the pizza, in the middle of the slice. Just the middle of a pizza. So there's a couple pieces with but there's a couple pieces cuz it's kind of like pizza it's like a pizza what do you call it? It's like it's like a pizza roulette. And sometimes <laughs> if you're if you're unlucky, you just get bread and cheese. But if you're lucky, <laughs> You get a you get bread, cheese, and a processed pink beef-like material. <laughs> Man, hot dogs sure are fucking gross, huh? Peckers and lips. That's what they say. They say that it's peckers and lips, but um, there's probably some snout in there and other stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like if it was just peckers and lips, it would taste it would better. Probably, they they probably yeah, it would probably taste better. Honestly, <laughs> so. The official explanation for this disparity between hot dogs and hot dog buns is that in Mm -hmm. 1940, the National Hot Dog Sausage Council mandated that hot dogs would be sold in grocery stores in packages of 10 because there were 10 standard hot dogs in a pound. Meanwhile, the standard quantity for baked goods is a dozen, so the pans for hot dog buns cook one-third of a dozen at a time, or four. Internet theories go on and on for the real reasons behind this discrepancy, but finally someone is trying to put an end to the Illuminati and their hot dog madness. The Heinz Company, specifically Heinz Ketchup Canada, just launched a petition they're calling the Heinz Hot Dog Pact, where, quote, we're calling on Big Bun and Big Wiener companies to find the answer to this hot dog packaging mismatch once and for all. Unquote. I've never been comfortable calling hot dogs wieners. Big Me wieners. Either. Yeah. I just what don't. about Frankfurters? That's fine. But you know what? what? Is... If it's Frankfurters, it needs to be big German style kinda a real thick weenie. See, I don't like I don't I don't like that. I don't like what you just said. Yeah. No, I get it. What about cock- t- cocktail weenies or wieners? Don't like those either. I don't like that word. What do you refer to those as when you when you're at a cocktail party? One, that's the worst fucking cocktail party ever. <laughs> that they're serving Vienna sausages. Yuck, yuck. What? Come no, those are good with others. At those- a cocktail party, yeah. I'm trying to drink martinis and fucking wife swap. I don't want fucking <laughs> Vienna sausages being passed around. Man, being it, you know what they say, being a sausage will loosen up inhibitions. Get a few Vienna sausages in you. <laughs> Things loosen up. I don't think Things people say that. sliding around. I, I, mean, I don't think people say that. Great. Be careful, guys. I've had three Vienna sausages. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's going to turn anybody on. 
Well, have you had Vienna sausages recently? Get yourself mm. a Ringo and eat a can of Vienna sausages and you're ready to go. <laughs> no, no, no. Just, just walk out of your bedroom with just an open can and hope that hope that nobody gets hurt with the sharp edges during sex play. <laughs> That's right. Mm, just grinding like smashing them and grinding them uh, up. <laughs> I wonder like I wonder what the how I'm just I'm trying to imagine like there'd be a weird that would be a weird uh contest that no one will ever have of like it's the hottest uh lady but it's the grossest food and you got to see if you can maintain it's like a Japanese game show that I want to invent it's you know Okay. Dorothy Stratton. <laughs> <laughs> And day old fish. <laughs> and see if you can maintain erection. It's Kathy Ireland. Kathy Ireland. And tuna fish that was left out overnight. It's Jill Eikenberry. <laughs> and an egg salad sandwich that was left on the porch. You, you do know that there were like sex icons after 1988, right? Uh, name two. There you go. Damn. As of as of the recording of this podcast, the change.org petition has over twenty five thousand signatures. Oh yeah, the hot dog buns. Yeah. Thanks for remembering the story we're talking about, Brian. I'm, I'm sorry, I got lost. I was <laughs> I was thinking about Kathy Ireland slathered in those Vienna sausages. Ooh, Marky Post. <laughs> She's a real tomato, huh, Mike? Shelly Long. Now that's a that's a ripe strawberry. That's no. That's a bit. That's a long string bean. You are you are minimizing my success with tomato by making any fruit. Tomato, tomato. Let's call the whole thing on. <laughs> on Stephanie Powers. <laughs> <laughs> Our last story comes to us from Motor One, which I think is in the UK. It's an automotive blog. Mm. Blog or is this? An, I don't understand. It's a it's a news site, Brian, about cars on the internet. On the internet, mm. well, World, World Wide Web. Okay, World Wide Web. Thanks, Mike. It's at worldwideweb.motorone.com. Did you spell out dot? Yes. You just write it in there. All one string of words. Yep. World Wide Web. DOT. I'm going to bog this down and stretch this out for another dot, hour. Dot <laughs> a lot of times is short for dotty. <laughs> dot, that's right. Just like in in, in Pee Wee Herman in the, uh, mm-hmm. not Big Top Pee Wee, but the first one. His Big Adventure. Big Adventure. Yeah. Big Top Pee Wee was good with the pig. Do you remember? Yeah. And he grew that hot dog tree. Speaking of hot dogs. Yep. Pee-wee grew a hot dog tree in Big Top Pee-wee. It all comes together. I made out with a girl who was in Big Top Pee-wee. No, you didn't. I'm not gonna say her name. What What role did she play? She, I mean, she was a she was a kid in the movie, but she was an adult when we made out. Wait, were you a kid or were you an adult when you made out? I was an adult. We were both adults when we made out. She was a kid in the movie. Okay. Years before the appropriate right. amount of time it elapsed. Did you and... make out with Penelope Ann Miller? I wish. No. 
Was she in the circus or was she a fan of the circus? She was a kid that went to the well, circus. There, were, there, were, there was like a school teacher in the movie. So was she one of the students? She wasn't Valerie Galino and she was not Penelope and Warren or Miller. Can, Penelope. How do you assholes know how many Miller. You know what? How many well, actors and or actresses oh, hey, can well, you name? Yeah, I know about not a little, a little I'm a I'm a grease monkey. I took NASCAR class. I know everything about cars <laughs> and how to get under them and drive them around, do loop de loops in them. What are you doing? What is, what is happening? I'm just saying I know about the things that I know about. You know the things that you know you about. I'm I am I am I'm surprised at how many actors you could name from Big Top Pee Wee. Off the top of your head, both Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens. That's, I said it first. Yeah. <laughs> Val- Valerie Grolino. Yeah. She was later in uh, the Hot Shots movies. Yeah. Oh, with Lauren Green, right? That was Lloyd Bridges. <laughs> Lauren Green was dead by then. No, Lloyd Bridges was Lauren Green because Lauren Green went on. He was in Seinfeld and you got Bonanza. <laughs> no, Horn Green Va- from Bonanza. No, the guy from Big Valley from Battlestar Galactica. No, Lauren Green. Lauren Green was in Battlestar Galactica. Was Lauren Green dead? Yeah, he was like fucking ninety in Battlestar Galactica. Well, how old was he when he was in the Seinfeld stuff? <laughs> that was Lloyd Bridges. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Lauren Green. Lauren Green, who had a number one hit in the UK with this spoken word song, Ringo, in 1965. He wrote a song about a cock ring? Full circle! <laughs> Motherfucker! <laughs> Finally! After like 10 episodes, we just had a fucking full circle. Wow! You know, honestly, this episode has been dog shit until right now. That's right. Finally, it came together. So, have you ever sat in traffic... And yes, you're there man. on the highway. Uh-huh. The cars in front of you look like a parking lot, and you haven't Oof. moved in an hour. And all you can think is, yeah. we'd be there already if we had a flying car. What? Hey, that's what I used to say every day. <laughs> well, Mike, you're in luck. because of That's your... what I used to say every day. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> I really, you did used to say that, listener, dear listener, and I haven't said it in a long time. And I don't think it was very funny. It was just a thing that I said. It was probably actually mm-hmm. annoying. You're in luck. A European company called Aircar seeks to mm-hmm. make flying cars a reality. At the end of June, Aircar flew its prototype vehicle on a 35-minute flight between two international airports in Slovakia. This marked Aircar's 142nd successful landing and the first it made in a public setting. Uh, Aircar can hold up to a 300-horsepower engine, reach heights of 8,200 feet, and has a maximum cruising speed of 186 miles per hour. Perhaps the most innovative features are that it can transform from a sports car into a plane in just three minutes and that it can use gasoline from a standard fuel pump. But... Don't get too excited about air car the next time. I'm you're... not because it's made up, but continue. <laughs> well, it, it runs on dreams and wishes. Well, there's there's video. I and there's a of... robot that looks like Kathy Ireland, and she jacks you off when you drive. No, that's this that's is fake. None of this is real. Slovakia. They don't even they they haven't even invented horses yet. There. <laughs> 
How can you have something powered by something you don't even know what it is? Yeah, they have a mule. There's one mule right. that can get people from places, and mm-hmm. half the times it's stubborn. It won't even do nothing. Right. Well, for the sake of the story, I'll pretend that this could be a real thing. There's somebody's making okay. a flying car in Slovakia. Of all places. Is there any more? Do you have more information on this? Well, all I can tell you is don't get too excited about air car the next time you're stuck in traffic. Because when air car's wings are deployed, it's about as wide as three lanes of traffic. And it still needs a runway to take off and land. Okay, so it's not a car at all. It's just a plane. No, it's a sports car that turns into a plane. But it can't take off from the highway. This sounds like a, this sounds like a transformer that's about to get blown by Bumblebee. Star Scream's getting a good one from Megatron. <laughs> well, I mean, that's cool, I guess, but I don't know what the... It seems like for the rich, elite, 1% type people to own this, right? We'll be able to go anywhere with you got to have a runway <laughs> at your house and a runway wherever else you're going to go. Just a stupid, expensive collector's item. It's just like for rich people, like owning a Dig Dug machine in your own house. <laughs> Man, Dig Dug's fun. You inflate those monsters and they explode. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, I think that wraps up another week of the International oh. News Service. Hopefully oh, something man. better will happen next week. <laughs> <laughs> man, that is the greatest game. <laughs>